I know it's kind of late. I hope I didn't wake you. But what I've got to say like, can't wait. Backpack type guy. Recording started. That's cool. Yeah. Let's talk about somebody broke into my car. Fuck it. Oh, yeah. I guess we. Uh, somebody broke into my heart. My wife. Anyway. That's not the same shit, bro. I know. Yours is way worse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Start there. Oh, yeah. Mm. All right. There's so, a lot of baby crying in the background from the neighbors. That's cool. That's fun. I like yeah, that. that's new. Yeah. It should have been a lot of dogs, but that's better yeah, without yeah. the dogs. Yeah. I don't think the babies are going to get picked up because I'm pretty sure these are what do you mean? directional mics. Oh, yeah. No, no. I, I thought you were being like, I'm pretty sure the babies aren't getting picked up. I was like, whoa, what? That's no, such I, a depressing. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. What did you say? Uh, All right. Yeah, so... Um, New lesson. Did we do anything since I opened for... Uh, how far back do we have to go? Because we missed because of Halloween. Halloween went... Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, Halloween, yeah, you, Halloween had, you got kids, crazy. so yeah, yeah. we didn't do. We didn't record last week. We did week. not record on Halloween. That's great. Uh, let's see what I missed. Uh, I didn't do any shows. My car got broken mm-hmm. into uh-huh. yet again. Very good. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> Yo, I don't know what else to say, bro Okay, cool That's very good Like, you don't understand how mad I was Like, I was at an event And I was only there because somebody needed some equipment That they didn't even need Ooh I remember you hitting me up about that Yeah, like, but I mean, it was cool It was a good event It was okay. a cool event It was uh, a well event No, nah, it was cool I liked it It was cool No, events don't do good They do well Yeah, I mean... It was it, it went it went well, but it was cool. I just I don't know, man. I'm just Bro. fucking around. So yeah, it was so fucking hot in the truck today. <laughs> I was going crazy. <laughs> I was about to start posting some wild stuff. Well, I, I'm like, glad you didn't uh, yeah, because know, exactly. we don't have jobs where yeah, yeah. we're in vehicles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. I think Yo, I was having I a full like on at stroke. At this point, everybody that psych- yeah, well, everybody, everybody didn't know to know our job, man. Is this a running gag to not say our job, or are we really? Yeah, no, to get fired? we're never going to confirm in any way, shape, <laughs> or form that we're journalists. Yeah, are we just trying not to get fired? Yeah, uh, of course. Yeah, are you All kidding right. me? We're trying. Yeah, of course we're trying our best not to get fired. Okay. I'm u- in uniform right now. Do you know how illegal <laughs> that is? It's not actually illegal to be in uniform. Oh well, I'm about to start getting some political opinions. <laughs> yeah, but Dude, I mean, did you see the? They have you, the. Now that you said you're in uniform you while mean? recording, what uniform? What the hell are you talking about? I'm in a blazer. I'm in a sports jacket with tweed uh, tweed elbows. I mean, you could have multiple uniforms. Yeah, yeah. It was Halloween. Yeah, a man has Who many were masks. You for right, Halloween anyway. Uh, Bowser. I, I knew it. No, I, just, I didn't dress up. You didn't dress up. Who the hell do you think? Do we think? We, you think? You think with children we have that type of money? Oh, I don't. I. We don't even have enough cardboard to make a, a fake Bowser. Yo, like I. Didn't have enough money to be chef from uh-huh. South Park, and it cost seventeen dollars. Nice, very good. Seventeen dollar costume, and I was like trying to find loose change. You're in, you're in a <laughs> safe way looking at spatulas. Yo, but he hardly ever had a spatula on the show. That's the thing. Cool. Uh, I thought it was crazy because oh, no, I like when it rains. It rains nice. Nobody like half the people knew who I was, and the other half just thought I was a regular chef, mm-hmm. and they're just like, yo. They're like, Black guy? It's like, oh, I know what you cooking. I'm like, oh. no, you don't. 
Water weapons? Yo, as soon as they looked at me like, oh, but can you cook, though? Like, women or something. Like, anybody was like, you clearly don't understand the costume. So let me get this straight. You're at an event for Halloween with single people, and people were looking for relationships? No. They were scanning for potential mates? I guess, man. What's it like to be outside nowadays? I ain't outside, bro. I'm inside. You're an inside guy? I'm inside. I don't know nothing about outside. You're an incel? No. Okay. That's involuntary. Okay. (laughs) If anything else. You're a vol in? And I'm not celibate. No, well, you're inside. You're voluntarily inside. I mean, what? All right. I'm not celibate, but. So, so like, if you're grounded and you're supposed to stay inside all day, you're not allowed to play outside? Which, (laughs) kids these days, that's the reverse, huh? For them, was that was that a bitch you're working a out? Hack. That's the most <laughs> hack. I'm gonna start doing boomer comedy. Yo, hey, kids these days, grounding is keeping them outside. But if you were forced Can to stay inside, you'd be a, boomers. You would be an in Gen Gen uh, Gen X. Yeah, baby boomers or whatever. No, but I'm saying the baby boomers are like the great grandparents and uh, and the grandparents. Uh-huh. Like Gen X is having grandkids it's now. A bilf. Think about it. Uh-huh. Gen Xers are grandparents. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, your parents aren't boomers. I don't know. I'm telling you your parents aren't boomers. You're telling me? I'm telling hey, you. Hey, pal, don't tell me about my parents, pal. <laughs> Fuck, man. I, They're not none boomers. None of this shit is... Uh, okay, never mind. The baby boom ended in the 50s. Mm-hmm. I think, I want to say right before 1960. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll look it up. Let's see. Let's let's get a, a true definition. Hey. Fetty Wap got arrested. How about that, huh, folks? This I, shit bombed at the open mic, and anyone who follows me online could could see me. So okay, wait. So every single time I've tried to record myself, ever since that one good set I've ever had. Thank you. Now can I tell the age of baby boomer yeah, before ahead. you switch over? No, no, no. Okay. I was just filling time. I don't know. I was I was gonna talk the whole time while I was looking, but then you started going on Fetty Wap. Yeah, yeah. See, this this is what we working on, people. Well, that's a bit I was working on. What? That Fetty Wap's. Fetty Wap's looking at 17 to 38, but he's only going to see half. That's a good joke about time. It's very intelligent. I don't know. Fucking. It's very intelligent. It's not funny. Squaw. What? All right. Well, there's people out there who don't have good senses of humor and just think that they're smart. And so if they think that they, you're looking at one. I'm going to tell you how you make that joke funny. Go ahead. Be like, yo, Fetty Wap looking at 17 to 38. You just say it like <gasps> like you saying it like, oh, okay. but you can only see half. Like you put your hand over your So your the eye. secret is to be charismatic? Yes. You got to do it. Like you can't it. just like. Who am Fetty I? Fetty Wap. Matt Reif? At 17 to 38. 17 to 38. Uh, uh, like the first way sounds like a dad joke. The other way sounds like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could still be corny. Don't get me wrong. It still yeah, is a dad whole, joke the whole type thing of setup. Is corny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's how you say it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not I'm not trying to be judging yeah, yeah. people's comedy acts like that. Like I feel like I critique comedy too much for somebody who doesn't yeah, do especially it. Especially when I'm trying to fucking do it at you during a podcast. <laughs> no. No, no, no. You my man. So I'm, I'm gonna let you know straight up. Like yeah, yo, no, don't I know. do that. I'm not because you're not representative of the me. The best I've when ever gotten out, out of you is uh, I can see how that's funny. I can see the correct <laughs> angle on that. Yo, you sound like my cousin, bro. Like, what the hell are you talking about? My cousin, anytime he come out with a song, and if I'm not straight up feeling, I'm like, yo, it's all right. All right. And then 
If it's yeah, no, nah, but I mean yeah, it's yeah. not bad. But if, if it's bad, I'll be like, yo, no, nah, you need to change right, this. I'm not what? feeling it. I'm not like I tell them. Once 2022 hits, we're only hyping up our brother, our brother. <laughs> okay. All right. So baby boomers. All right. What are baby boomers? <laughs> Anybody born between 1946 and 1964? I think my dad's a boomer. Your dad was born in 64 ish. I think so. I'm not sure. I who cares. All right. Oh, you do with the Google open. Yeah, <laughs> I do. That's why I was like, because yeah. there's a difference. Like, a boomer. All right. Like, Am my I mom's a boomer. Those people spawn? No. Okay, good. No. Nah, that's true. My part. mom's a boomer. Yeah. Your mom isn't a boomer. Yes, that's correct. All right. All right. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's a difference cool. between a boomer and a Gen Xer. Quit lecturing me about my mom. Every episode. <laughs> He's <laughs> lecturing me about my mom. Bro, we ain't talked about your mom in a minute. God damn, dude. I'm really glad that <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm happy about that. But uh I I think Does it's your good. mom actually listen to these? No. Okay. Well, I don't know. Okay. All right. We're up to I made some jokes. At max. <laughs> it would be mad awkward if I see your mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or not. It'd be worse if it wasn't mad awkward. That would you. be terrible. Yeah, terrible, <laughs> terrible. It'd be a real dumb and dumber situation. Oh no, I wouldn't though. I yeah. wouldn't. I wouldn't. You're like my ass. It'd be like a come and comer situation. Oh, God. You just made a joke oh about your God. mama. Hey, let's, what's the time on stamp on that? Please. Please, that's not. Please, I, I beg you. If you're like, you never edit. No, that's a good joke. That's, that's just a solid joke. I need you to edit that. What, really? Yeah. For real? Yeah. Why? You know what? No, you tell me why. Like, okay. Because. It's gross? You know how, like, you'll see, like, the black comedians and they always make fun. And I'm, I like bringing comedy in because it's a good example of, like, mm-hmm. The difference between cultures, like a lot of people be like, oh, black and comedians. See, all are, that analysis is wasted on the fucking masses. Anyways, just, keep going. So, black comedians will be like, a lot of people say, oh, black comedians only do black mm-hmm. jokes compared mm-hmm. to white people. But what a lot of people don't understand is black people have to move a lot of times in both worlds. Mm-hmm. And so, it's easy for us to be like, yeah, and then when I seen them, they be doing this. Like, huh? like you, like yeah. the classic joke about seeing a white person cursing at their mom. Yeah. Like, black people would never dream of doing those type of jokes. Like, they yes. like would never even say it. You so would you never just talk made about a your mom joke or you would be about, hit in the face. You just made a joke about your mom getting smashed out yeah. by your boy. Whoa, hey, come on. Don't fucking take it apart. But I'm saying Don't that's dissect what you did. the bird and lose the song. No, but I'm saying, like... <laughs> I'm telling you straight up, like, white people might like it. I don't even fucking... I don't know. Dude, white people might like such, that joke, but I'm telling you, black people right, won't. It was such a bad set, but it felt really good last night, because I just... I literally... I don't know, man. I told someone to shut up a bunch of times. I feel bad about that now. Yeah, he was on stage. Yeah. You can get away with it. There's certain things you can get away with just on stage. Like, yeah, yeah. At least I feel like... I mean, hey, you know what? You know my rule. If you ain't gonna make me shut up, then hey. Yeah. So if you ain't physically going down there and shutting them up, or they ain't coming up on stage shutting you up, man, yeah, it's yeah. whatever. Yeah. That's my rule. If you ain't gonna stop me, then shit. Okay. Sorry, rule bro. Of the I'm concrete a, jungle. I'm a little. Uh, That's okay. I'm a little off today. Yeah. I've been a little off recently. Yes. The world sucks. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, um, dude, I haven't finished the new season of uh, Love on the Spectrum. Have you watched any of that? I've never watched an episode of Love on the Spectrum. It's some of the best stuff in the world. I believe you. Beyond a shadow of a doubt. Have, have you checked you... it out? Which... Love on the Spectrum? I have not It's very good. It's very sentimental. It's very good. It's not It's not to be made fun of, and we're not going to make fun of it. <laughs> Yo, you can't be... A, you know what I don't understand? What? When somebody puts something out, uh-huh. 
as a piece of media, media is a as a type of art form. That means it should be subjective, especially if it's not all true. I'm having a stroke trying to follow you. What's going on? What I'm saying is, you should be able to make fun of it. Okay. Oh yeah, and yeah, yeah. not in a sense that. Well, we can make fun of the form of the media. Like I like the. So they do a thing where like they'll introduce a character and they'll be like, "This character, this person likes this. This person doesn't like this." And the whole time they're Australian. Hilarious. You know, being some, Australian is very funny. You know, something that I'm starting to realize because I've uh-huh. been, I guess I've been overdosing on all of this weird content that's been put mm-hmm. out on YouTube lately about feelings and uh-huh. PC culture and all these just weird. Ooh, videos and stuff. I'm you just fell like, down a damn Dave Chappelle hole, didn't you? I did. I did fall down oh a Chappelle hole. Pause. All right. I like that. I like where we're heading. <laughs> it's like no, like like you used to be able to say pause and make a joke, but now I can't. No, I so like now that. I have to be. No, like, I believe you can. I fell down a sinkhole. Uh huh. Yeah, he definitely. What what happened? Is everything okay? That was the mic. Yeah, no, that was okay. the XLR. But yeah, no, he created a sinkhole that made it so that you don't even want to talk about what he did. Yeah, no, we don't. Because we had a whole goddamn Patreon episode about this. I know, and I'm a little mad about that now. What? Why? That it exists, or that we sequestered it to the Patreon? Because now, now you get to be like that I was second part. Right. What? That second part. Yeah. Okay. Good. Like, no, no, I knew I was right the whole time. Like well, I didn't think I wasn't. Some people right. don't think you're right, and I don't. I don't want. I don't want hard opinion. Who cares? It's a dumb comedy special. Is I didn't it? Even finish it. it well, no, it wasn't. Com- you didn't finish it. I didn't finish it. How do you not finish it? It's, I don't know. It's, he's just lecturing people. <laughs> <laughs> I can't watch a lecture. I've never been able to finish a lecture in my life. And every single special he's put out since Bird Equinox has been just a lecture. Have you not watched Sticks and Stones? No, I haven't watched... Sticks and Stones I feel like hilarious. I told you this. All right, let's not get into it again. We have to, because I But I forgot. have not been able to finish a single... I haven't been able to finish Theo Vaughn's new special. I've never finished any of Tom Segura's specials. I've never finished a Joe Rogan special. I haven't gotten five minutes into an Ari Shafir special. His live show is great. I could... I, I, okay, I respect that. It's hard. It's so hard to pay attention. And it, there's like a certain like, it's, I don't know, man. It's like, this is going to be a dumb way to, of talking about it. But it's like having sex with a condom on. It's like, it's different because it's like, you don't have that like, inti- you don't have as much intimacy. I think that's my problem with the having comedy and the stand-up comedy that I see in Hawaii. Because mm-hmm. I watch. yeah. yeah. A lot of sp- I watch yeah. specials that I didn't even know. You watch like polished stuff. And I, like Netflix. Like I've ran yeah. through a lot of that. Com- and if I didn't think it was funny, I forget that person's name. Nice. And it's a bunch on Netflix that is not yeah, funny. Exactly. And so Wait, I always. Before we move on, can we just picture you watching all the Spanish language specials and oh, no, I skipped it, all those. letting it wash past you and I be like, I don't even remember that guy's name. <laughs> Giancarlo Marascari. <laughs> I watched the uh, Leguizamo special when he was doing like yeah, the yeah. Uh, Latin history. I mean, that's a one man play, right? It was I mean, more I of a play, com- yeah, yeah. And then it was yeah, one man a comedy show. special. But yeah, it was yeah. like I didn't learn hardly anything because I I like history, so I was yeah. like, "Yo, this ain't new to me." But is have new you ever to checked out people. Colin Quinn stuff? Name sound familiar? Probably because he's got some good history stuff, and it's like one man shows that are funny. I don't know. Yeah. I've never seen him, but 
So uh, what is new with comedy right now? Since I mean, outside of Chappelle and the controversy surrounding him, is anything else yeah. popping off in comedy Nothing right now? Really. No. No crazy skit on SNL that everybody's talking no. about? It's just a giant thing that's always going to be itself, and everyone in it is, stu- is already in it, and everyone not in it is already not in it. Uh, only thing I know of is Rogan and I guess the left-wing media going at it now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is fucking stupid. Yes. I don't have nothing else to say past that. It's like, it's stupid. It's like, I watched a clip of The View, and they were talking about Joe Rogan and him, and they straight up called him transphobic, homophobic, uh, racist. I was like- He's almost always been called these things. I was like, how? What did he do? And or say, I need- Okay, well, let's get past this first. How do you feel about him uh, saying the N-word? I don't care. Okay. Hold on. Let's not take this out of context, though. What? I don't care what you do in the privacy of your own... Podcast studio. Home. I don't care what you do in the privacy of your podcast. Honestly, I don't. Because if I choose to listen to somebody... Uh, That's an interesting point. And they choose to say the N-word, I have Uh that moment to be like, all right, I'm not, you know what, I'm not cool with you saying that, and Uh I don't want to listen to you say it, and I won't listen to you ever again until you say or admit that I won't be saying this again. Okay. Now, if you don't do that, then Uh I have to take it upon myself to either, one, stop listening to you, or two, continue to listen and just deal with it. Yeah. It's the only two options you got. Like, to be honest, the N-word is so contemptuous because it's like, I I can't make an argument to say people can't that aren't black can't say it because it's in every song. Yeah. Like, it's really, it's, it's like really dumb to be like, yo, the number one selling genre says the N-word all the time. And the number one, who it sells to more than anybody uh, is white people. It's also always threatens to fuck my wife. Hmm, he did it again. What do you mean? Who? What do you mean? Are you, are you making oh, well, a, I was thinking of are you making uh, a whole reference all the way back to uh, Birth of a Nation type of like a idea that black people are dangerous and they are secretly out to sleep. Oh with every yeah, white like woman. as a as a bit, someone who's so insecure in their own like self that the I'm gonna, I'm gonna take your girl rhetoric yeah. affects but them. Here is what I'm going to say about the anyone. Yeah, yeah, I don't allow people to say it to me. Mm-hmm. I say it from time to time. Yeah, as we found out that in that one uh, conflict we had. I'm just kidding. Well, <laughs> That'd no, be very funny. I to say have that it in our past from time to time. Still be here, and but, I try not to. Right. It's a subconscious thing, and uh-huh. I have to consciously try not to say it. Yeah. So I try not to say it. I ask people not to say it to me, black or white or whatever mm-hmm. ethnicity you may be. Yeah. I try. I ask if it's been said to me. I'd be like, "Yo, don't oh. call me that." Yeah. Now, if somebody says it around me, I don't have enough anger. Or hatred for the word. Yeah. I have, I see you a little, I, I lose a little bit of respect if I tell you I'm not cool with it and then you start saying it around me. Yes. I lose respect for you. Yeah, yeah. But I don't hate you. Yeah. I don't throw you away. Yes. Now, how other people take that word that is counts. on them. Like, I know black people who give certain people who aren't black a pass for it, but will get mad at another person who's been who they don't know that hear it 
And then I'm like, yo, how do you not know somebody else gave them a pass? Yes. And then they didn't even realize they were in the wrong to say it around you. Like, they just got so comfortable because now they're free to use it, too. Yeah. I uh, I didn't think we were even going to talk about this, but I, it's something I wanted to talk about. Okay, cool. It's, old, it's actually an old story, but it just hit me. And... I don't think a lot of people have talked about it enough. I mean, it, it was a little, it was in the news a little bit, but from the videos that I was able to research off of YouTube, it wasn't a lot of them on there. So it wasn't like it was huge news. But uh, do you know who Harper Lee is? No. The author. Uh Oh, To Kill a Mockingbird? Yes, To Kill a Mockingbird. Okay, yeah. Okay. So apparently she wrote a book before uh-huh. To Kill a Mockingbird. <laughs> and it was called... Uh, Tequila and then the N-word? No, go set a watchman. <laughs> okay. I actually heard that before. Yes. Uh, I haven't read it. It came out in 2015. Wait, so that's obviously after To Kill a Mockingbird. To Kill a Mockingbird Wait came a out second. in April. Wait, uh, okay, yeah. When not did, April. When did To Kill a Mockingbird? What? 1960. 1960. And this book came out in 2015 and she yes. wrote it in 2015? No. Okay, good. She wrote it okay. before, before To Kill a okay. Mockingbird. So when you look at someone was like digging through notes and they're yes. like, "Oh, well, no." So when you look at the when you read the text, uh huh, you can kind of tell that To Kill a Mockingbird. This was the first draft of To Kill a Mockingbird, uh-huh. and you can tell because the character in this in this story is twenty six, and at the time she was twenty six, uh-huh. and it kind of resembles her real life, right? And I wanted to talk about this because I think it's it's mad interesting. So you know everybody knows who Atticus Finch is. Yes, like even people who didn't read the book yeah, might yeah. have saw the movie. You've, you've heard of To Kill a Mockingbird. Yes, and Atticus Finch on the uh, I think was listed I think by AFI. I don't like know, one of the top like heroes. Yeah, like film heroes of all time. Yeah, like, yeah. He is that number one hero. Yeah, and so when this book came out, there was a controversy surrounding the book. Huh. And what about sorry, Boo Radley and it's what you call your side piece. Continue. <laughs> All right, I see you working. All right. So there was a chugging <laughs> along. So there was a controversy around the book because she was kind of okay. She was kind of old. I mean, she wasn't old, yes. but she didn't have. I think she was in an assisted living home. I'm guessing she didn't have all her faculties Damn. at the time. She's no longer alive. Yeah, yeah. But when she came out, she was alive. So this was six years ago. When you're in assisted living, that's when you squeeze out your last couple n words. <laughs> No, so just just goddamn listen. boomers. Just listen. I'm sorry, I'll listen. Yes. All right. So actually, she's not a boomer. She's before the boom. Okay, cool. Are uh, you look that up? Huh? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, she's I'm Generation stop Y. Around. I'm sorry. Yes. Generation Y. No, no, not Y. Because Y is X, Y, they're in Z now. I forgot what, whatever came right before boomers. Anywho. Okay, yes. So there was a, uh, it was apparently sitting. In a a safe deposit box or uh-huh. some type of safe, or whatever, along with her belongings, and the publishers asked if they can release it. Now you know Harper Lee only had one book, yes. which is To Kill a Mockingbird, yeah. and it's one of, if not labeled, probably one of the greatest uh, yeah. pieces of American uh, literature. It's it's not. I don't know if it's easy to read, but it's a good read. Like it's like. It is even pretty when you're like easy. a teenager. Yeah, like it is pretty easy to yes. read because they actually ask, and it gets yeah, a pre-teens. lot across. And you, and you, it teaches a lot. Yeah, about morality yeah. so much so that 
uh, I was listening to a TED talk and the guy speaking mentioned that in uh, Martin Luther King's uh, letters from uh, I forget which jail he uh, he mentioned Fulton Fulton County I forget and well, I hear that train a coming no it was uh, and a, I hear that train a coming shot a man in Reno. Birmingham. It was Birmingham jail. Cool. That's what I want. I didn't want to get it wrong. Yeah. So letters from Birmingham jail. Uh, he mentions Damn, Atticus Finch. That's a sick title. Yeah. Continue. Because that same year, I want to say the man's name is Gregory Peck, who played uh, yeah. Atticus Finch. Okay, yeah. Won an Oscar. Yes. For his portrayal. Yeah. And the thing about that is- Because like, it was already an important literary character, and then he like- that was three. It, it came it. out three years. That yeah. movie, that film came out three years after the book. Yeah, and his portrayal was like this strong Southern white man who seemed to be not racist at the time, mm-hmm. right? At least from his portrayal like, at the time. Yeah, is a very like, important phrase. Yeah, like he uh, he seemed to not truly be racist mm-hmm. and to be respected by the town and not just the white folks in town. Yeah, the black folks in town as well. Yeah, like he stood for something so much so that Dr. King mentioned that morality could overcome the the idea that you need to use violence to change people's minds. Like, no, he thinks that morality more so. And it was like this fictional character is an example because look at how people are receiving him. And so, with this new book, Ghost at a Watchman, uh. It's referenced from a Bible quote, and I don't remember the Bible like I used to. Sorry, Grandma. But uh, the full quote is, yo, go set a watchman. Well, no, it's about, uh, so the the saying for go set a watchman, uh-huh. uh, I'm blanking. Okay. Yeah, keep ripping. All right. So 1738, he's only looking at a half. So why does it seem to... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, why does it seem like uh, was I think like uh, it, you only really see black guys getting arrested for selling drugs and stuff like but you when whenever you hear about white guys selling drugs it's always like a DEA raid on an FBI trap house or something you know like it's, it's got to be weird to be like a white guy selling drugs and I then, like definitely oh yeah. right. got you what what was that oh that's it. He just got a cockroach? Yep. That was a big... Uh, Sorry, we just saw a lizard eat a cockroach. That was a cockroach. big gecko. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. All right, yeah, you got right. the... Yeah, so I was... Uh, go set a watchman. Yeah, so he was trying to work out a bit as I was uh, looking up the quote. Do I have to say? And the scriptures and the meaning. Good so thing. go set a watchman is based off the uh, uh, Bible verse. Yes. I don't know which Bible verse. Uh, let's see, Isaiah twenty one sixteen. It says Isaiah was a prophet. God has sent him a watchman over Israel. It's really God speaking in the Hebrew saying, what you need to do is set a watchman to set you straight to keep you on the right path. Okay. So the title of the book is... Is in reference to what Atticus is doing for our morality? No, no, not at all. Actually, it's from Scout's perspective, but Scout isn't even going... She's not addressing herself as Scout. Yeah. In this book, she's going by her real name. Wow. Which is, uh, what is her real name? Whatever Scout's real name. It's not Harper? No, it's Jean. Like, she oh. wrote it about herself. Yeah. Right? And so, I want to say Jean something. 
man, I can't remember the title. This is really killing me. But it was it's interesting to see how in this book, uh uh-huh. she no longer she's an adult. So yeah. she's not like that childish story. Yeah. And what you get little hints of is that she would have flashbacks to when she was a kid in this book. Uh-huh. And so what is speculated uh is that the publisher was like, hey, these flashback scenes are really good. Yeah. Can you make a whole book of just these, this of a flashback, like a story, like a story when you were younger? Yeah. And so that's where it seems To Kill a Mockingbird was formed. Yeah. From a flashback from the story that she wanted to tell. Yeah. And in that flashback, Atticus Finch is the paragon of a moral just man. Like yeah. he is, in all accounts, her idol that she's put on this pedestal. Mm-hmm. He is her watchman for her. Yeah. And so in the Go Set a Watchman story, uh, she's coming to grips with the fact that her father isn't as perfect as she thought he was. Atticus Finch isn't oh. perfect. Like wow. we all thought he was for 65 years. Yeah. Or no, 55 years. No, 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 no. Eh, 55 years. Yeah, time. So it was because of that where it's like uh, you see that. Uh, I'm just scrolling down real quick. So what you see is that this takes place 20 years after the events of the first one. Right? Okay. Same characters. Yes. Some of which aren't even mentioned. Cool. Like this book's been out six years. If you haven't read it, I kind of don't want to spoil it because it's a book and you still can. And I think that this should become a new uh, American classic, actually. But oh, damn, what it is is uh, it's happening during the late 50s, like 58, 57, 56. That's about when like Dr. Pepper is being invented. Dr. Pepper's order. That's the impetus. That's the yeah, talking about. <laughs> but uh so now we're dealing with a grown scout yes. who is thinking about even getting married in a book and there's a, a character that she has to deal with then and she lives in New York now. Yeah. Instead of the South. Cool. And she goes back home to visit her father. Uh-huh. And what takes place is she learns that her father's almost basically going to what could be almost considered like clan meetings basically Uh and that his mindset about how black people are has changed because the first book was set before world war ii Uh the second book is after world war ii and this like the first book is during the depression yes and so the second one is after world war ii yeah and how the landscape of the south was changing and how that uh they wanted to include a lot more like there was ideas of including black people in that that wealth, that that post-war wealth yeah. that was happening in the South because yeah. it happened a lot. Like, there's mentions of knowing people that came from all over that they didn't know what they did, but they just were there. And that's part of what happened with the GI Bill and the fact that a lot of people were able to subs- get subsidized land after yes. World War II. Yeah. So there's mentions of that we in there. blew up after World War II. Like, yeah, yeah. it's interesting, this those little notes, because of how real it was, that it was like, it's looking at it from a... I don't know the rule. I like this. Imagine being a person who did not understand the GI Bill. Yeah, and didn't know how it affected oh, white wealth in dude. America. Dude, like, yeah. there's a if you when you know what that is, and then you read this book or you listen to it on audiobook, uh-huh. you'll see that 
oh, this is what she's talking about. This was that era, and you can see that. And then you see how, over time, Atticus has changed his viewpoint, or maybe never changed his viewpoints. Yeah. But became... But everything shifted around him, maybe. Yeah, like, yeah. the civil rights movement was starting. There was yeah. more people talking about doing different things. Yeah. Because this is the late 50s, mind you. So that yeah. means that... And everyone the, is so resistant to change, like a spectrum yes. of resistance. To like, they were, it was like during the integration era. Yeah. And everything. And then so you see Atticus opposing integration. You see him thinking that black people aren't as good as white people and that they don't need they don't deserve anything. Yeah. Basically it's me and a subset of humans, which is yeah. not who we saw in To Kill a Mockingbird, but who we saw in To Kill a Mockingbird wasn't saying that black people deserve rights. He was saying if you like I've I've had to go back and watch that movie scene where yeah, he's in yeah. the courtroom. Every time he was talking about what the American civil system, the uh, the judicial system, is yeah. supposed to be represented and what is supposed to up, uh, it's supposed to be upheld, and that he was fighting more so for the idea of what America stands for of a just trial. Yes, he didn't care whether yeah uh uh, uh Tom was black, white, polka dot. Uh-huh. He just wanted to. Make sure that there was a fair trial. I think back then people would really care if you're polka dot because of all the diseases and stuff. <laughs> yeah, ah, but he just wanted a fair trial. A stupid thing. So you go back and you see that. Uh, yeah, Scout now grown is, and I'm still blanking on her name, which is bugging me. But you see that she's having. She a heart. sees him being. Per- she Racist. perceives him as a no. progressive when she's younger. He's like this moral compass. And then she moves up to a place that's the most progressive place maybe in the world, New York. At that time, ever. What do you mean? No, New York. New York's is, always going to be the best. Where's more progressive than New York? I want to say certain areas in the South. Beirut in the eighties. What? Yeah. Are you for real? Yeah. What do you mean? So the idea of like generally progressive or yeah. progressive for do you know the most segregated so areas in America aren't in the South; they're in the North. Ooh, no, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, like Boston. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like if you go to the north, you'll redlining see redlining cities and putting. If you look at highways, this, just the school. Them. Yes, you look at the school districts. You look at the Sick. areas. You look at the ghettos. Like in the south, it was they didn't have these giant. Most of the places didn't have these gigantic cities where they could put a, a freeway and separate Damn, this dude, side. Imagine from that me side. the civil engineer who's got like you're like written down is like you no. have to have a place that for black people and a place for white people. No, this city. man's name should be... Uh, Damn. I, I should bring it up. The, yeah, he uh, should be vilified. Yeah, no, I, I'm about to look him up. Yeah, Continue yeah. to ask questions. So what All we're right, trying cool. to do is come up with a new system of how we talk and communicate on this podcast. Yeah. If you're listening... I'm going to stop trying to get him to laugh when I run bits, and I'm going to run them at you, and you're going to DM me and say that bit was good. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to start lying to him, so that way he can be like, I Very. ain't even got to try to do this. Very. I know I got him. Very good. All right, you know um, the weird folks. You know the weird part about finding a cranberry bottle full of lemonade is, is like a message in the bottle, and the message is it worked because someone uh, drank cranberry juice and then they. Also, if you leave bottles full of pee at the beach, just go in the water. What's your problem? Uh, like stop. Like it's not even just a littering thing. It's like an efficiency thing. Hi, sorry, sorry, sorry about yelling about this. It's a very weird thing to be. Saying, but uh, my di- my son did find like a cranberry juice bottle full of urine, and it was it's like why why pick up str- why pick up things on the beach? L- that's not like a shell or something. 
I, you know what I mean? Or like, a, like look at the jellyfish. That's cool. Don't pick up a, like a bottle full of urine. Like, <laughs> it should be pretty. Like, it's, if it's but warm, your son is don't a small pick it child. He, he, if he's it's, learning. That, that should be like a. That's his hot stove. You know what I mean? Like, if you find a dead mammal, if it's cold, pick it up. That's cool. If it's warm, don't pick it up. Yeah, I mean that's that's really weird. Did you? F- I, I none of that was true. I just talking. Did you find what you were looking for? Uh, I'm I'm almost there. All right, good. I like that. I like the idea that we, like I thought, and I don't know how you felt about it, but when we had Tumua on, everything was going to be hunky-dory and everything was going to be smooth oh, like butter from here yet. on out. And uh, it's not, and I realized that I was being fake, and I don't know if you realized that you were being fake in the podcast stuff, but I, I'm done with that. We're done with that. I'm done with that. Oh, I won't say I, I was being fake. I don't know him. Well, not that, well, like, I don't, I like, I'm not trying to be, I realize that, like, what I don't want is to be, like, a guy who, I don't know, had, like, people aren't going to come on the show to promote things in, in the way of, like, like, we're not a KITV news show. We're not a, sponsored by Midweek. You know what I mean? Like, we're going to have to get through this on both of our strengths. And my strength is saying dumb things that some people could find funny, and I thank you very, very much about that. And you're going to say things that sound very intelligent and Sometimes they are, and sometimes they might not be. And we, yeah. and I will never, ever be able to tell. And I hope you know that. And I will always assume that you're saying the correct thing. Oh yeah, no. I, I, if I unless I cut you off and I say no, I don't believe that. Yeah, no. And I'm gonna do that more of that from now on. We're not gonna have any more two-hour-long Dave Chappelle rants. No, <laughs> I don't know. Just fucking around. No, we're not. We, we're yeah. Well, I mean, not. yes, we're not. Unless he releases another thing. Yo, like this a movie man's name. Like I legit asked uh, my uh, so there was a customer who uh-huh. I was talking to about this, and he's a uh, political science professor yes. at UH. That's cool. And he knew this man's name by heart, and I used to know it, and it's bugging me so much. What did he do? So there was a guy. Oh, uh, the guy who did the all. I forgot entirely what we were talking about. Yeah. That's great. I like. I hope that whoever's listening forgot what we were talking about too. Yes. No. So uh, he put. So the reason, and I've talked about this before, uh-huh. t- episode two, season one, yes, where I think not episode two, episode uh-huh. four, that was the Black History one. All right, one sec. Yeah. Oh wait, no, I'm not gonna cut off Black History to do my dates. You can finish it. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I mentioned the uh, the racism that was behind the highway. Right, system. Sorry, thank you, thank you for letting me and sit down here and talk for a little bit. I'm very sorry. See, all right. Oh, see you when I see you. Oh. Is she living for a long time? No, not oh. a long time, but long enough. That's cool. Yo, safe, safe travels. I did. I, 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 we're, we're talking. Oh, my right. God. The 11, 11, 12, Hawaiian Bryans. Okay, do your stuff. 11, 16, the beach house. And then 11, 23. Uh, 11, 23, yeah. Hawaiian Bryans again. Slacky Lounge. Uh, very fun room. I think I am becoming the room. I'm becoming comfortable on that stage, and I like that a lot. And I'm not scared of anybody in the crowd. And I uh, somebody interrupted my set last night, and I told him he had a very small weenie. Anyways, yeah, keep going. Okay, y'all, we're back. <laughs> no, <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> we're way no, back there. No, pop. I'm back. Uh, sorry. So yeah, I, I like to tell. Sometimes I like to tell stories on there, and these stories are true. So I try to be correct. I had to Google what I was going to say before I said it because I didn't want to say the wrong thing. Very this, good. This man's name is Robert Moses. Robert Moses can go to hell. Say, so, no, I'm just kidding. 
he's already dead, so we don't know where he's at. But Robert if he's in, Moses playing Ken, laying in the sand, blam, man, I'm a piggy pot, trying to put my fam in the can. Did, That's an action Bronson lyric. I was about to say, did you just have a stroke for real? Yeah. Like you always say that. <laughs> no, <but> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you always say, did I just have a stroke? But I'm like, did no. you just have a stroke? Yeah, that's a Robert Moses. So there's an action Bronson line about that. Well, anyways, who cares? Robert Moses is the guy who ordered engineers to build uh, Southern State Parkway bridges extra low to prevent poor <gasps> people in buses. Yeah, no way. From using the highway. The Holy truth, shit. it's a little bit more complex. So this guy, uh, mm-hmm. he built the bus systems and the bridges uh, and the highways in New York so yeah. that he can literally segregate Oh, my God, areas. yeah. If there's a, if a bus can't get through this spot, then poor people can't live. They, they have to live somewhere that's near their work. Yes. There was more than this. That like Whoa. I talked about in season one, episode like four. Metropolitan slums. Yeah, like I talked about in season one, episode four. How uh, I like seasons. I like using seasons. Yeah, that's very cool. <laughs> uh, I keep thinking you're talking about a show. Mo- and almost every major city. Yeah, the black area is called the inner city because they build highways surrounding it. Holy crap! That's why they're the inner cities. That's wild. They were based off of Robert Moses' designs. Uh-huh. And in a lot of those areas, they built highways through affluent black neighborhoods and his and Latino neighborhoods. They built them through the areas where they would force the people who were doing well and the people who had stores and shops that were doing well uh-huh. outside of just bombing them like they did in Tulsa and other other yeah. places around yeah. that time. They also built highways through areas where they were prospering. And then some that weren't, but they built highways to separate everything. Uh-huh. And so they were able to build these little pockets where they could have an area where all these people that we don't want can live here. And the rest of the country is free for us. Yeah. And so Robert Moses is uh, responsible for that. But going back to Ghost at a Watchman. Yes. Uh so we learned that Harper Lee's uh, her interpretation from this book came from her real life. Basically, uh. it's mostly based on her real life. And I had a uh, I was listening to a panel talk about why this book didn't come out sooner. Who's and, the panel? Uh, I can't I can't say. It Is was that like a, a a panel was just like it was like a conference and there was like four or five people on oh, stage. Oh, I see. I thought you were talking, like a name like. Oh you no! Know, like, I was watching a panel. What's the deal of with a poo or like Camille Nanjiani or something? Yeah. Uh, so I was watching them. Let's uh, go ahead and delete that. By the way, just at one second while we're here, and I don't want to get you off topic. Yeah. But isn't Camille a more like superhero name than Kingo? Well, in the comics, he's not really native. I don't know if he's. Uh, no, he's Indian. Japanese in the comics. Right? I don't. I don't know what he is in the comics because I didn't read the Eternals. Oh, okay, cool. Eternals. It is, one is of those so wild that they decided not to change the name of Sprite. Because that it just Jean looks Louise. like a sprite it, this advertisement. Anyways, keep going. Well, Jean Louise. I know what sprite means other That's things. That's Scott. Okay, folks. Uh, Jean Louise. So yes. in the book, she goes Jeez by Jean Louise. And so it's basically a representation of herself because uh, coming to find out from the TED Talk, the guy who was uh, the historian that was talking about To Kill yeah. a Mockingbird and go set a like watch. a portrait of an artist as a young, cute little girl. Well, no, he was asking. 
about the characterization of Atticus Finch. Yes. And it was like it's hard to have a true characterization of him because you don't see him over time. You don't see a character develop. Uh-huh. And so with Go Set a Watchman, you can actually see that. And then so what he did was he realized that, one, Harper Lee came from a small town in the south, uh-huh. similar to uh, this town that's in uh, To Kill a Mockingbird, which I want to say was called Maycomb. Yes. And Atticus is based off of her father, who was a small town lawyer yes. in the south. Then he finds out that uh, Harper Lee's father, are we coming up on it? 15? Okay. Yeah. So uh, Good time to start. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, I just wanted to check time. So you come to a point where yes. he's, starting the, uh, he's starting to investigate more about Harper Lee's family and finds out that her father had a newspaper that he ran. Okay. And so there's a bunch of editorials that he would put out. And he put out more editorials than most newspapers would normally put out at that time. Ooh. And so you could see. I'm not liking where this is going. And a lot of them were racist. And yeah. it wasn't. It was racist in the sense that it was about keeping everything and, segregated. Uh, yeah. and, and it's that, not like a forest for the trees thing. It's like people knew. Like that's what's uh, one thing that we're trying to break down yes. is that like even people at the time knew. Were like like John Brown type of stuff. Where like people at the time knew that all that shit was fucked up. Well, no. He was saying that he thought it was right. Her father. No, no, no. What, what all I'm saying is that like it, it's not an argument of like he was of the time. No, there like, is people no argument. during that time. There is no argument knew that of, it was wrong too. Of the time, and that's 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 a common misconception. Yeah. When we talk about oh, well, slavery was just the thing people did. Yeah. Well, if you look at around the world, other people stopped doing slavery. Yeah. Even when slave, you can go back thousands of years. Yeah. If you to take the Bible as an actual historical document. Even the French. I don't know. I'm saying if you take the Bible as a yeah. historical document, uh-huh. right? Just take this as a, yeah. this little scenario. I'm throwing out this, this, uh, this thought experiment. Okay. In the Bible, they were fighting for freedom because they thought that slavery was, was wrong. wrong. Golly. That was 4,000 years ago. Ah. Because it was before Jesus. Damn, dude. Was probably like with the pharaohs. I don't know. Let uh, my people go, Ramses. So it's probably like more like eh, almost three thousand. But Jeez, in their mind, this was wrong. Yeah, we shouldn't be enslaved. Slaves was bad. I didn't want to be a slave. Damn, dude. It was it was normal in culture, but there were always people Holy who were cow. against slavery. And then how slavery happened in America, it was the. Yeah. It was violent. It was wrong. The way it happened, like throughout history, most slaves like had a little bit of a choice. Like you could buy your freedom, you could make money, yeah. you could eat, a lot of places you can even keep your. Like family. we lost the warfare in square. Like, like I was, had to get killed right there now, was or more go back humanity. to Rome and Like if you look at indentured servitude, yeah, with say like the Irish and indentured servitude, yeah, yeah, that's what slavery looked like around most of the world. Yeah, yeah. Throughout history, except for in the, it's like a real squid game situation. In like like slavery, mostly was squid games where like yeah. you had too much debt, and you're like, all right, now I just gotta like breastfeed this guy's daughter for the rest of my life. Yeah, basically, like it was, but there was a slight bit more humanity than how it was yeah. in America because it was American like an exchange. Slavery. It was like, all right, well, you American fucked slavery, up, you borrowed too much money from me, and now I have you. The level of brutality is. Yeah. Like when you look at when you compare accounts, like primary document accounts, it's mm. like yo, the the brutality that happened in America is wild. Yeah, it's just wild. But that's why I just wanted to say that it was of the time. It's not a good excuse because if there was an abolitionist in nineteen in sixteen ninety, 
Yeah. That means there were people who knew that this was wrong in 1690. And if anybody knew it was wrong in 1690, then that means anybody could have had the ability to find out that it was wrong in 1690. Yeah. yeah so yeah. if one person knows it's wrong, yes. then it's like, all right, what's your excuse? A lot of people had to decide to not. Yes. Yes. Even if you're, my thing is this, it's hard to break conditioning, but it's not impossible. Yeah. 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 So you can't use that as an excuse. Yes. And I hate saying that because there are a lot of people conditioned for a lot of things. But if you are conditioned to believe something, then I don't completely hold it against you when you don't know. Uh But I'm not saying that it's impossible for you to know the truth. So you're not, I can't give you a thousand percent. Sorry, I can't give you a hundred percent pass, but I understand why you don't, Uh if that makes sense. Yeah. So we go back to Atticus Finch and Ghost at a Watchman and then. You compare her. You compare his character to Harper Lee's actual father, uh-huh. and you can see that after, say, you go to the publisher and you're yeah. having a rough time with this book. He was a human Watchmen. who was like a good lawyer. Yeah, like no, he wasn't like an an exceptional moral person. He was just an exceptionally good lawyer. And so when you, uh, what? yeah, a little closer. Oh my bad. Yeah. So when you go and Thank you. you go to your publisher and they're like, nah. Hey, could you do some more? Like, we really like the way you tell the story as a child. Like, it's funny. It's witty. We like that. Can you do a book like that first? Yeah. And then oh you. Oh, my God. And you write. Yeah, yeah. And you write your father. Yeah, yeah. Into this. Now, mind you, say it's 1960. Yes. And everybody loves this book. Yes. And then by 1963. Can you take out the part where it's actually challenging? Like, no. And by yeah. 1963, uh-huh. the character that is representative of your actual father has won an Oscar. Yeah. Just like the idea of that character yes. that you portrayed your yeah, actual yeah. father as. The way you based off the of way him. as a child you looked up to your father. So your father yeah. the ideal of your father yeah. is represented in an Oscar now. Yes. Now imagine putting out go set a watchman while your father's alive. I see. You, yes. You take your father from being America's hero, yes, to another like despised white man that is yeah. against so like a Stephen King uh, antagonist. Would you ever want to put that book out while your father's alive? No, I don't even like putting out this podcast while my dad's alive. So now imagine your dad's dead. Now you're almost dead. Oh, that's a load off. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. Jesus Christ, I don't want my dad to die at all. <laughs> Me oh. either. But I'm saying, imagine your dad's dead. I'm almost dead. This is the book I wanted to write in the first place. Go ahead and put it out yes. now. Okay, cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not going to hurt your father to see the <sighs> world look at him as yeah, a yeah. bad man because yes. he's dead now. Yeah. This is what the true story was. Yeah. The story was. That's insane. That Yeah, no. The story was that she was a progressive uh, white woman who thought that everybody should be treated equal based off of what she saw. Like, if you look at yeah. Scout and To Kill a Mockingbird, she doesn't understand why everybody has this that's just the way it is attitude. Like, yes. why do the black people stay on this side of town? Why do they have to do this? Why do we treat them like that? That's just the way it is. That's just the... She learns through the book that people are actively making sure it stays that, that stays the same. Yeah. That's her story in To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah. She notices that when Tom is found guilty i had a conversation with my mom about this a long time ago i was like yo 
they were going to kill that man regardless. If he yeah. was found innocent, they still would have killed him. Yeah. Because they would have been mad he got off. Yeah. Like, either way. It, as wasn't soon about, as, it wasn't about it at all. And so I was like, in my mind, Atticus knew this. Yeah. As a he just southern white he knew lawyer. That extra judicial stuff was going to happen. Yeah. No, he wasn't. So in my mind, after knowing uh-huh. that Ghost of a Watchman is the technical prequel yeah. to To Kill a Mockingbird, which happens after To Kill a Mockingbird, which is weird. Yes. But it's what it's it's in the same realm and it's really about her real life. You then go to find out that Atticus's morality in To Kill a Mockingbird is actually about him just wanting to win a court case. Yes. And not being that moral. Sick. Like morality Truly is about what's the American hero. Yeah, no, it's about upholding uh, the justice system. God it's not damn. about yes. being a good man. Yeah, it's not at all. Yeah, because good and bad is ideals that yes. you, is on a scale based off of what you believe in. And we'd like to thank the academy for promoting this. I already know that in a system where slavery was once legal, that the the laws are not always moral, which means good. You know, that's just, I mean, we look at moral because immoral is bad. So it's not good, but it's the law and it's upheld because you believe in the idea of the American. I You believe in the American dream, the American uh, values, the Constitution, Bill of Rights. You believe that this is more important than making sure that this black man and his family just run. Like, you didn't care. He didn't truly care. Like, as a grown man who understood living in the South, it is now my idea in my mind, this is just what I believe, that Atticus, the fictional character, already knew when he was given the case that time was dead, Uh regardless of whether he won or not. But it's his job to show the people that the court of law should be upheld. And then you get to the end of the book where Boo Radley attacks, not Boo Radley, but a uh, homie attacks Scout, tries to attack her for embarrassing him, mm. and Boo Radley kills him. Yes. And the sheriff says that this man fell on his knife. So you see that Atticus didn't have no problem with that. Yeah. This man was supposed to be super moral, caring about justice and liberty and all that. But when it came yeah. to his daughter, it was like, no, nah, let that motherfucker die and cover it up. The problem with the book is you see that the justice system doesn't work. The whole book is also a critique on the American justice system and how it treats people of color. Yeah. And so you come back and you see this book. And when it came out, people had problems with it because they were like, Oh, it, it ain't that good, or yeah. oh, you know, uh, I can't imagine Atticus Finch being like this based I off the first. Book. I remember this, the headlines being like canceling to kill a mockingbird for being racist. Like it, it, I, I didn't read. You know, it's one the, of those things where it just passes by over. Well, no, now they're trying to cancel it because yes. it teaches racism at all. Yeah, that it existed. Yeah, and so yeah. it's a different reason of trying to cancel it, and it's so it's really weird. Interesting. But I really feel like everybody should go read this book. You can go see. That's your assignment, folks. Yeah, no, I'm like, really, you could go see how Scout actually saw her father. Yeah. How Harper Lee saw her father, how he was portrayed. You can see 
why you can almost understand why Harper Lee never put out another book. Yeah. It's like imagine the book you didn't even really want to write. Yeah. Becoming one of the greatest books of all time. Yeah. And then this one wasn't edited yeah, at all. Like a nerfed like And so with this book, like most books go through edges. multiple yeah. edits before it gets published. Yeah. She said I didn't want this book being edited. Oh man. Which I I take as it's not saying this is truth. But I interpret this and it could be wrong that because To Kill a Mockingbird was heavily edited yeah. And it wasn't her original goal. Yeah. That she was like, all right, this time, if I'm going to put this book out, yeah, the book that she could have put exactly. out. Exactly. Yeah, like, yeah, think yeah. about it. 2015, yes. she could have put it out in, like, say, every 10 years. I mean, out not in 70, so, 80, yeah. 90, 2000, God. 2010. Damn. 50 years. I'm yes. just giving her every 10 years, she could have had a chance to put this book out. Yeah. But when she finally did, she got to, I feel like she was at an old age, was like, fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. Like Nas albums. Why not? And I don't want to edit it. I want the truth to be out. This is what Attic, this is who I imagine Atticus Finch to be, not yes. who America decided he was from my first book. Yeah. And it's like you can see God damn, yeah. You can see that she didn't want to disappoint. Yeah. It's how quickly like America art gets appropriated by like, yes. the larger culture. It's like the book went a, got away from her. It got away from her. Yeah. It's like, imagine wanting to write another book, the real book. Yeah. But it it became bigger than you. Yeah. And you looked at it like, oh, snap. If I, if I, yeah. Yeah. If I tell them the truth, they're not going to love it anymore. Exactly. Yeah. And so you can see, or this book meant a lot to a lot of people. Yeah. And the way it is, it's it like made real, people better. Yeah, Kevin Spacey situation. Yeah, it like it made people better. Yeah. No, 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 no. But it made people better. I just mess it. And so yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. why would I then go and tell no, exactly. them that this is false? Like it takes yeah. away the floor from under him, Squid Game. Uh <laughs> say no. Uh but yeah, no, I yeah. I really enjoyed it. That's like, cool. I enjoyed that's, it. I mean, that's incredibly, not that it's cool or not cool. I, it's not on that binary, but it's a thing that happened that's very interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I find it interesting because To Kill a Mockingbird is one of those books where it's like Huckleberry Finn and Catcher in a Rye and yeah. all these other books, books where solid N words in them. <laughs> where we, <laughs> sorry. The Blue is Eye by Toni Morrison. All yeah, these yeah. books. And then, you get to take a glimpse more into what the author actually was intended. Really was thinking, yeah, about these characters. Like, like back then, walking into a publisher's office and someone being like, "Well, you got to take out this and that like, and that." And Harry this. Potter is a terrible character to me. Yeah, like he's never once actually the guy to do anything. Yeah, yeah. Like if you break down most of this stuff in the books and you break down the plot, it's dumb, but it's a great children's story because it's for children. Yes, it's not for the adult that is trying. to And it's solve so a wild that mystery. keeps getting. It's always compared. It's like in the same breath as Lord of the Rings, like Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings, because we grew up with them as movies almost. But Lord of the Rings is just a guy beating off about languages and mm. World War Two. Yeah, I mean Verdun. Yeah, no, it's. Uh, Damn, it's dude. Crazy. I hit 30, I'm going to go full into learning about wars and stuff. Oh, well, Game of Thrones was really cool because it was That's like, 
That's a Battle of the Roses. That's my white fate. Okay. To be an elderly white guy who knows a lot about. We'll start off with the Admiral Yi. Oh yeah, fuck. <laughs> All right, I'll find a book about that. Yeah, I'll start God off with damn him. Damn it. And then go I guess into. I'll learn about my culture, you ass. Yeah, and then go to uh, Battle of the Roses. Cool. I love Battle of the Roses. Nice. Uh, what's a good uh, timepiece? Oh, somebody who was a, a character throughout history that I really liked. Uh-huh. And uh, I know we just missed October. It's November now. But I, uh, I like this anticipation. Uh, Jack Frost? Vlad Tepes. Oh, yeah, the guy who became Dracula. You know what that means, right, his name? Uh, no. Son of the Dragon. Dracula means son of the dragon. That's cool. I like that. His father was basically a Templar. Uh-huh. Uh, it's like a, a holy order of knights. His yeah. father was in his holy order of knights. Nice. His name was Dracul, which means dragon. That's super cool. Dracula yeah. is son of the dragon. <laughs> RuPaul's Dracul. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's Drac- the side. Yeah. Drac, not okay. drag. My, my bad. Dracula. <laughs> That's how you get Dracula. Yeah. It's just son. Dracula just means Whoa. I like son that. of a the lot. dragon. And so he was basically a prince. Mm-hmm. And where he was at, he was very close to, uh, what's Mehmet? What uh, empire was that? The Ottomans. Mehmet? The Ottomans. Mehmet. So, uh, I like when you go far back enough that the countries sound like elder gods. No, Mehmet is the Sultan. All right, the whatever. Ottoman Empire, where every every person could have the same name as a god. Mehmet and close enough. Dracula. They went back and forth, bro. That's why if you watch that, uh, oh, that's cool. I want to say it's Mehmet. Is it Mehmet? I don't know, man. We gotta wrap up. So uh, here's your assignment, folks. Read uh, to set a watchman tower to kill a uh, tower. Mehmet. Yeah, Mehmet the second. Cool. And uh, folks out there, go ahead and do me a favor. In keeping with the lessons we just learned about Atticus Finch, go ahead and look down your shirt and spell Atticus. <laughs> what? Let's do it together. A T T I C. U S. Very easy name to spell. <laughs> Wait, you do it. You do it then. What? Yeah, look down your shirt and spell Atticus. A T T I C U S. Wait, you didn't have that as a kid? No. Look down your shirt and spell attic. Attic. A T T I C. And then it's U S though at the end because Atticus. But who cares, man? You did it. Yeah, but I, I tricked I... you, man. Dude, I tricked you. I'm very sorry about that. I'm I heard what I said, but it didn't sound sorry. as funny because of the U S at the end. No, I think it's even funnier because of the U.S. at the end because it doesn't make any sense at all. That's my issue is all that right. funny things to me don't make any sense at all for no reason. And I'm having a really rough time with that. 11-12, November, 11-12, 11-16, Follow me on Instagram at Reese K. Paul. What's yes. your call to action? Uh, follow the follow, – uh, you know what? I don't, I don't care if y'all follow me. I okay, really cool. don't. Because you've cool. already got so many goddamn followers. I don't. I don't nah, have followers like I that. Like, to be honest, if y'all listen this far, thank you for listening. Yes. Uh, you probably might enjoy Go Set a Watchman because you listen to this and you probably like what we talk about. So uh, You probably paused it halfway through said, I'm going to go ahead and read this book. Yeah. I don't know what you might have did, but go check it out. Uh, 
there's great audio books. I want to get sponsored by Audi- uh, Audible so I can get more yeah, books. Yeah, we can recommend a book every week. Yeah, I want to get sponsored by them. I'm uh, going to ask Ina if she still wants to use our Audible subscription. Because I, I have eight credits. Oh, really? I have eight free credits right now. Like I, Ooh, have, I, like my, I buy books on Audible. Like I like Audible. Nice. So, yeah. I like Please, that. uh, you know, check you us out. To the, have you listened to any recently? Do you want a recommendation? You like only informative ones, huh? Uh, Let me let me tell you, because I haven't. Honestly, it's been a minute. Because yeah. I've, uh, you, you I've, like, yeah. I've been on YouTube and yeah, listening listen to, to people. Audio, like audio essays on Like YouTube I listen to a lot of, I don't do the TED Talks normally. I listen to a TED Talk today, but uh-huh. I listen to a lot of video essays. Yes. Uh, I think they're pretty cool. I don't agree with everything I hear, but uh, like I said, I mentioned Lindsay Ellis in one. What of about them. head talking? You know? uh, I love yeah, Lindsay that's Ellis. That's good. Oh, but uh, yeah, that's good. Like oh. stuff like that. So oh, I listen like to those. That. Oh yeah. And then, uh, philosophy oh, podcast. Oh, oh, oh. And that's Let's head, see. That's my head talk. Head. Oh. Head talk. Uh, the last thing I listened to was the Will to Change. What was that? By Bell Hooks. It was about um that sounds again like a musical masculinity. Group? Cool. I like so I listen to a lot of stuff about masculinity, uh, investing. Uh, oh. One of the things I have is the uh, oh, Frederick good. Nietzsche uh, collection. Oh, it hurts. Oh, not like that. Uh, How Fascism Worked oh. by Jason Stanley. No more teeth. Let's see. Oh, that's good. Uh, Fyodor Dostoevsky collection. Uh, I love Fyodor Dostoevsky. No, no, no. Swallow it. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> it's, uh, I'm doing a head talk. I don't know what he's doing, but uh, yeah. Head talk X. Uh, whatever he's saying, y'all uh, pay attention to it because it. I, I don't know. Head talk awesome. I'm not. <laughs> no, on the other side, you got really cool intellectual stuff going. Yeah, no, and then I mean, you're talking about books or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you're not like I said, I love right, Al- yeah. I love Audible because like I don't have time to read. Yes, physically. I would pages. also very much like an Audible, to, uh, not subscription. It is a subscription. What? What? Like. Sponsorship. Oh yeah, no. I would love yes. to tell people like, yo, listen, Audible. These is where yeah. I like. This is like the problem with my my stuff is like I don't take notes. I just listen to the stories yeah. for the stories. There's no margins, and so like I'll forget an exact quote, but I'll paraphrase yeah. it and yeah. say like, hey, this isn't my idea, but this is what this yes. was saying. And then you can go back and look at it for yeah, yourself. Like, I'll like forget the Joe who Rogan said podcast the, for me. Yeah. I'll forget who said what, but I can tell you it was around this time period and this type of philosophy, so that you can even find out who that philosopher was, or that historian, or this figure, and everything. Like I couldn't figure out Mehmed. Yes. I said Mehmed. It was Mehmed. But yeah, like I like I really think that there are certain things in history where, especially during Halloween, where Dracula is big, vampires are big. Understanding the history of who. Uh, Vlad Tepes was yeah. Will make you understand why he became such a figure in pop culture. Yeah, and who actually made him this figure? And you'll see, like, oh, this is why he became the ideal vampire. Yeah, and it'll be less because he was drinking blood, but more because he was the villain in somebody else's story. Where in his story. He's actually a he's basically a hero almost yeah. until yeah. he gets sadistic. He gets sadistic oh, really? on his own. Tight. So no, but look him up, learn about him, understand why. It's like people, one of those Instagram stories, like, "All right, you guys want me to be the villain? All right, <laughs> I'll do it." Well, you understand why he became a villain. Yeah, it's so interesting. It's like like a Facebook it, status, you understand his character development. Yeah, Vlad Tepes was a was a real aggressive guy. Post there was a movie that came out with the it's dude. Pretty meta. Now from uh, uh 
What was his name? Should wrap. My All right. Head. Yeah, we're gonna wrap this up. Yeah. But the, you close it out. You take it. The uh, vampire movie that came out with Dracula. Uh, what was his name? Dracula Gary Untold. Oldman? Oh. Dracula Untold. Where Luke is it? Luke Evans? Yes, Luke Evans played Dracula. Was pretty. It was kind of. It took its own liberties with the story, but it was pretty close in idea of what Dracula represented, except for the supernatural story. That's when it went into the vampire. Battery's good. good. That's when we went into the the vampire part of it. But it gives you a little backstory of who Vlad is. And why he did what he did and why he was seen as a folk hero and also as a villain. And so, yeah, look him up. Understand why uh, Mary Shelley wrote Frankenstein. It was the very first science fiction novel ever written. Yeah. Like, go back and look at it. It is one of the greatest pieces of work ever. Yeah. I put Frankenstein in my top five. I might be in my top three. Yeah. And... Brom Stroker's Dracula is amazing too. Yes. It's not in my top ten, but it's amazing. Yes. Uh who else? The idea of werewolves go back all like the way that. to ancient Greece. I like that a lot. Have you ever gotten into skinwalkers? Yeah, there's multiple different like places that, that had werewolves as these. Boys. There's you gotta understand the idea that in most places where werewolves originated. Yes. Wolves are seen as villains only when you have livestock. When you have livestock, you hate wolves. So then you start creating myths about wolf creatures that are bad because they're still in your livestock. So I like seeing how real life things inspire, you know, uh That's inspire really these fictions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like seeing how we take things and turn them into these grand stories. Yeah. It's like, I, I really enjoy that. I enjoy the history of those. Uh, I got really nerdy. Uh, what I'll be doing this week is going to see the Eternals tomorrow. Early showing. Rock on. Uh, I hope it's good. I think it's going to be great. I never think Marvel movies are going to be great, but I think this one is going to be great because it's the first one to take a chance. Really? Oh, cause it is a giant movie, right? It's not like a Disney Plus thing where like they're get they're like trying out a new so, superhero team. Like they're bl- they're blasting through with the whole new team. Well, no, they uh they did that with Guardians of the Galaxy. I didn't think it was gonna work, but they turned it into like yeah, well, exactly. But like because James Gunn, it was like a it was yeah. supposed to be like a side thing, like a funny version. Yeah, it's of, a like, funny MCU family movie. story yeah. that everybody can relate to. Like even the I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Like come on, yeah. huh? Like that was uh, it was funny. It was great. Yeah, but. It was like a children's movie. It was like this is the one that you like can vibe with your kids on. Yes, it was. It was great. Like the story is good, but it's not like a it great, culminates in a dance. It's. It wasn't a great superhero story. It yeah. was a great story. For yeah, me. yeah. And I, I always say like I have a problem with the power scaling. Like you can't tell how strong the team is. You can't tell their powers. You can't tell how skilled they are. It's terrible when it comes to who they are as characters. I mean, superheroes, not characters, but the character development is great. How they behave, how they act is great. Oh, but I you see. don't know yeah. how strong Drax yeah, yeah. is. Like, yeah. Drax just is like a regular buff dude. Yeah. And you don't really see him doing a lot. Yeah. Like, you can't tell that Drax is, can beat up Luke Cage yeah. from that, from what you've seen. You can't yeah. tell that Gamora can beat up Luke Cage. He's just like an alien seen. who's like at the, like, 
he's just as strong as Dave Bautista. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, like yeah. you watch the movie and you don't yeah, see yeah. him doing nothing, no feats that are crazy enough. Like, yeah. you see, if you see the Hulk throw a tank 10 I blocks, I see what you mean. Then you can kind of get an idea. All right, a tank, just to pick up a tank is yeah. hard. To throw it two feet yeah. is even harder. To throw it 10 blocks, oh my God. And then yeah. you start seeing other feats that he does. Like, all right, he's holding up a building that should be falling. Different things. He's almost like a simpler character than Groot. It shows you how powerful they are. And Marvel movies fail to do that over and over and over and over and over again. That rocks. And so you go to this movie, The Eternals. So far on Rotten Tomatoes, because people have had uh, early releases. Uh-huh. They've given this movie a 60% rating. Okay. And it's the worst rating of any Marvel movie since Thor Dark World, which well, was straight trash. Critics at this point hate Marvel. No, they don't. They still love it. Right? They still love it because Spider-Man's coming out. Oh, I guess. Shang-Chi is like the second biggest uh, super, oh. uh, superhero movie after Black Panther. Well, that sucks, but I hope that that just means that it's something different. So like Shang-Chi, huge Yeah. after Black Panther. Like It's one of those where it's like, Shang-Chi did good. The Disney Plus is doing good with the WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier and Loki. Yeah. And you look at all these. And what now if? the what if. I didn't watch what ifs because it don't really matter. But uh, you look at, uh, what's it called? The Eternals, and they have the lowest rating so far since any of these movies come out. And it's like, it's because this is going to be not the closest they're not completely true to the comics but they're uh-huh. trying to make this a comic book movie yeah and what we're going to find out is that one disney thought that people were too dumb to understand these concepts sooner which is why the plot in Endgame and infinity war and half the movies including guardians of the galaxy yeah, the plot is always just like we gotta fight harder together and you'll realize that a lot of these plots suck yeah and then you'll see that Okay, this is what was driving almost everything. They're going to bring it back to the beginning. And when I say the beginning, I mean the beginning of the Marvel Universe. They're going to introduce very meta concepts that are actually well known in the comics Yeah, that people are going to have a problem with. That's exciting then. So it's like the idea that the universe has a living embodiment. Because he, the MCU's got like a Quee Dynasty 100-year plan type of thing going on. Yeah. So like, like you look at, like the universe is known as eternity. Yeah. So you have infinity and eternity. They're the embodiments of time and space. They're literally cosmic beings, but it's the universe as in like a person. Like yeah. a, it has a form, yeah. but it doesn't. It's meta. It's like a the, really sl- slide, like sick. It looks like a dude in like a bodysuit with like sparkles on it. Yeah, the Celestials really were sexy. created to create life yeah. by technically the one above all and the fulcrum or depending Kirby on. Jack like yeah, I love Jack universe. Kirby. Jack Kirby don't get enough credit. Jack the Kirby King. is the fucking man but uh so when you watch this movie they're going to bring it back to the beginning they're going to explain so in the comics the celestials are the reason why they're superheroes in the first place sick like that they uh experimented on life forms and wanted to naturally see the powers progress because their main goal is to create franklin richards basically (gasps) oh oh yeah he was the purpose like he's their ideal right 
No, Franklin Richards is the son of Reed Richards. No, I know, Susan. but doesn't no. he got he just, something to do with Onslaught, no. right? Onslaught is Magneto and Charles Xavier put together. Oh. Yeah. All right, my bad. But uh Well, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> so when you look at uh when you look at these stories, you don't understand like they explain uh-huh. what the t- like the infinity stones are. Yeah. Like where they came from now. I like this. This is going to explain where the Infinity Stones even came from. I like where all this is going. This is going to explain why if the Eternals are so strong, which they are strong, they're all basically Superman strong, if not slightly stronger. They're about Superman strong. Why, if each one of them, individually, it's not like one is Superman strong and then one is like, you know. uh, Cool it, moving and Hawkeye. Yeah, no, they're all basically had the same powers. It's like, yo, where were they at? And they're yeah. going to explain why they weren't in there because one, they're not really in the comics like that, and two, it's like it wasn't our job. The same way you'll learn that the Celestials, like they're going to eventually bring in Silver like Surfer, Zatu the Watcher, and all that. Yeah, yeah, they they had him already. He's yeah, he's yeah. just an MCU because yeah. you saw Stan Lee talking to him on the moon one time. Yeah, on the uh, blue area of the moon. That's what Marvel calls it. Yes, and that's where you can breathe. Uh, and they're going to bring in Galactus and explain Galactus and yeah. what Galactus is doing. And nice. it's going to become a universal story. Whereas even though you watch Guardians of the Galaxy and they went from one planet to two planets to three planets, done. Uh, this is going to expand the idea. Like the scrolls, Yeah. Deviants that succeeded on their planet. Yes. Like, that's what they are. Whereas, like, the Eternals are created by the Celestials, just like Deviants are. And, like, mutants are created by the Celestials, people who have superpowers. The reason why uh, Bruce Banner doesn't just explode from gamma rays is because he had a latent ability that was implanted in him through the experiments done by the Celestials. So that way, eventually... they can have the ability to gain powers on their own. Captain yeah. America doesn't die from the serum. All these reasons why, like, Luke Cage becomes yeah. Luke Cage. It's because the Celestials experimented on yeah. humans early on. And they also created the Eternals who can't die. They have all these superpowers. They created the Deviants just to see what happens. Like, it starts, like, they like Thanos is technically a Deviant Eternal. Mm-hmm. So he's an Eternal, Eternal with the Deviant Gene. Yeah. From another planet, because the ones that were on Earth left and went to Titans, um, went to Titan, which is a moon on Saturn. Sick. So the reason why Thanos is Thanos is because he's a type of Eternal who's also a mute. He's basically a mutant Eternal. Damn. And they're probably not going to get too much into it. They don't think people are smart enough they to should, understand. They, yeah, they just should. They, they should don't just think go. people just... are smart enough to understand yeah. the concepts yeah, in the yeah. comics because it's the same. It's it's the Game of Thrones. Yeah. I call it the Marvel effect, but to simplify it for people, since we're talking about Marvel, I call it the Game of Thrones effect. You take out all the mythical stuff, and you have a real-life story with a dragon every now and then that you don't have to pay too much because CGI yeah. costs. So if you take out the the mythical stuff, now you have a real story with real people. Even though it's in a time where there are zombies and dragons, it seems more like, oh, this could be real life. Yeah. And the moment you have that, you have the audience captivated. Spider-Man movies have been kind of bad, but it's so cool to watch. Yeah. Like, he hasn't really been Spider-Man. Like, he... You know how we joke about uh, always seeing Batman's parents die in a movie? Yes. This Spider-Man has never once mentioned Uncle Ben. 
Really? Oh, yeah. He doesn't even say his name. Wait, is he still Garfield? No, he's the other guy, right? Now, mind you, Tom, Spider- Tom Harlan. Yeah. Now, mind you, Tom Harlan. Who? Tom Holland. Holland. Tom Holland's uh, Spider-Man. Tom Hardy. Probably had only been Spider-Man for maybe in the first, like when he first got brought on, had only probably been Spider-Man because he's in, he's only in like the 10th grade in the first movie. Yeah. So I'm guessing he, he couldn't have been Spider-Man for a whole year. Right? Bone saw yet. He hadn't been Spider-Man for a whole year. There was no mention of how he's feeling about losing Uncle Ben. Yeah. There was no, with great power comes yeah. great responsibility talk. Tell you what. If I had Zendaya next to me, I would be down to have my uncle killed it and not even talk about it. I'm just kidding. I don't even really. I'm not right, really I'm, into I'm, Zendaya I'm, like I'm, that. I'm, I'm going to hop off it of this. It was a joke. I, I just, hate I just want to say, like, when you die. watch yes. it, it's entertaining. Yeah. But you had, like, Iron Spider for a whole movie. Like, it was, uh-huh. you watch these, like, the suits that hook, hook them up. Like, you, you don't see... I like the second one because you saw his growth a little bit. Because mm. I was like, yo, where's his Spidey sense at? The whole movie. I'm like, where's his Spidey sense? Yeah. And then they and they make it seem like he has to focus because he hasn't been paying attention. Like, it wasn't. It's innate, but he has to trust in it. He hasn't been trusting in himself to be himself. So I kind of like that story. Uh-huh. But it was like, I'd rather him be like, yo, what is that? Every time something happens, I'm it's, it's bugging me. And then he yeah. understands to control it yeah. better. Whereas this one was like, uh, I can completely ignore it if I'm not iconic. Spidey sense is literally uh, iconic. iconic. My Spidey senses are yeah. tingling. Like, come yeah. on, bro, he wasn't. T- he ain't been tingling. Uncle Ben, <laughs> he ain't been crying uh, about Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben ain't been brought yeah. up. Uh-huh. He ain't been told the whole power responsibility talk. Yeah, he's basically been in an Iron Man suit almost every movie. Uh-huh. He's been more upset about Tony Stark than he has been about his own uncle. They've had him in more stories that were away from New York. Yes. Like, he was only in New York in one movie. That's insane. Everything else has been Avengers somewhere else outside of New York. Like, he's the your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. So hopefully this movie fixes it. But this movie is a Doctor Strange Spider-Man movie. Like, Into the Spider-Verse and you ain't even seen Uncle Ben. Yeah. You ain't heard of Uncle Ben. Yeah. Uncle Ben is important for his story, his character development. Yeah. If you think he ain't, you're completely wrong because it's who makes superheroes have a mentor or a leader or a parent that pushes them in a direction to be a hero. Yeah. Uncle Ben was that. Yes. The idea that I could have stopped the guy that killed my uncle. Yes. Literally. But didn't. Very important. And the reason I became Spider-Man, well, he kind of brought it up a little bit. He kind of mentioned, he's like, yo, when I didn't, some bad things happened. But he never mentioned it. He just kind of was like, ah. Yeah. He's like, when you can, he this is what he said. When you can do the things that I remember the line. Now, when you can do the things that I do, when you don't do them, bad things happen. It was, was like great a, power comes it was great responsibility. responsibility. Yeah. But it's basically well, what I was on saying. Them for trying to rewrite it. They rewrote. The line. It's all right, but it ain't the same as, yeah. yo, <laughs> yeah. if I had a just done the right thing, my uncle would still be here. Yeah. That means a lot to a lot of people. I think so. Yeah. And, yeah, I feel like The Eternals is going to be my favorite Marvel movie because they're going to take a chance. This isn't going to be a copycat villain movie. Because they're going to be completely opposite, but they're going to be 
extremely powerful. Yeah. So it's not going to be a the villain has the same powers as me movie. Yeah. Love that. Uh, I can't wait to watch this movie tomorrow. I think it's going to be my favorite Marvel movie. I love the concepts. I love what they're going to do. I love them introducing a whole universe of history. I love what they're doing. I hope I I have big dreams, but I know Uh Marvel never delivers on those. DC tries and people don't understand it, Mm. which is why I understand why Marvel does. It's not profitable to tell the actual stories. Yeah. I wish that the common moviegoer had the capacity. I don't think y'all do. I'm not calling you stupid if you're listening, but if you don't understand, if you think these Marvel movies are good, then I kind of have to question what your taste is in actual. Hey, Bozo, go scroll around the Marvel Wikipedia for like hours. No, I mean like, no, I'm saying like, if you don't see like a huge redundancy in these movies, a huge, 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 huge plot holes. Copy, paste, plots. I feel like you're actively trying not to look at it because you want to be entertained by lasers and wizards and people in tech suits. Absolutely. Basically. Uh, I just want y'all to look a little bit more deeper into these films, and you'll see a great story being told, like amazing stories being told. And I hope they don't make a uh, World War Hulk movie because they already ruined that whole story in Thor Ragnarok. They ruined it. And, yeah, he has no motivation to be upset now. So hope they don't try to do that because they'll butcher that storyline too. Uh, Yeah, so that was my thoughts. So books, comic books, uh, television shows is out right now. Jada need to calm down. They're, they need to remove that red table from that house because that red table is not helping anybody. What else? That's it, right? That's pretty much it. I'd right. say. Oh, sorry. I know we were trying to finish sooner. No, uh, I think we're all good. I think this Ooh, is. Ooh, no way. Hey, I got a laugh react out to Mula. I like that. <coughs> Perfect. All right. Well, yeah. <laughs> I see what you did there on the podcast. Oh, no, no, yeah, just flexing a little bit, <laughs> a little flex. Ah, I saw it earlier. Right. I thought I'd bring it up in the end. <laughs> All right, y'all. This has been. Uh, you can catch me at DJ Period Zell, uh-huh. DJ Period Z E L on Instagram. That's all you can catch me at. Don't try to catch me nowhere else unless you DM me and I tell you you can you, catch me somewhere else. You would else. literally be catching him. So yeah. let's go ahead. Uh, you already know where you can find Reese because he dropped his like. 40 minutes ago <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when he was trying to end it sooner. Yes. Uh, sorry, I just needed to geek out. Uh, yeah, this is what been going on uh, recently that we wanted to talk about, except for the whole That's been season Ghost two. Set of Watchmen. What? That that happened six years ago, but I wanted to talk about it because I felt like oh, it was yeah. important. To, was cool. it's, it, no, feels, it feels very modern. Uh, what is this, episode 22? I think so. Season two, two episode, episode 22. 22. Brought to you by Marvel's Eternals. Go ahead and check it out tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, go check it out. Go tell me what you uh, think about today, it. Today, actually, hopefully. Yeah, no, check it out today yeah. or tomorrow. Whenever you check it out, comment. Tell us what you thought about it. Yeah. We want to have that conversation with y'all. I'm, I really want to know, if you're listening to these podcasts, Yes. I want you to either DM us or on our post for the episode, 
mention something in the topic that we were talking about and we will have a conversation with y'all until we blow up to the point where we can't handle all the amount of stories. Until yeah, then, sure. I kind of want to talk to y'all about I'm that. I'm sitting and get in a hot started. truck having manic episodes. Same. And the, just hit and us up. During and during my lunch break, I would love to have a conversation about uh, for sure. Go set a uh, go yeah. set a Watchmen or Marvel's Eternals yeah. or anything we talk about. Go ahead and uh, DM Denzel the N word from the beginning of this podcast. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Get blocked if get you canceled. want to. No, get canceled, not just blocked. Dude, that's okay. Never mind. We're not going to get into it. But ever since that the F whatever regulatory body announced that you could send group F-E-C. chats, did you see that? No. So some uh, ruling body said that we will pay you to show us people saying bad things. Oh yeah, no, this is it's getting out of hand. Yes, it's a uh, grand old time. It's uh, nineteen 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 eighty four. I'm just kidding. I'm not. And one then of those guys. we reco- we're gonna start recording more often. So yeah, for sure. The next episode, we'll talk music. We'll talk comedy. We'll talk. Uh, do we really talk TV shows? Not really. We kind of a little bit. What if? Oh yeah, but I, I want to talk about what came out this week. A lot of in the last really a lot of stuff. Okay. Way out there, podcast. Many nights I shot dice in a drug den. My raps permeate from a thug's pen and love when. I think about my purpose in life. Keep soft mouth, slurping precise. These bitches love us. We name pit bulls after hard liquor. Turn the knife in the womb, make a scar thicker. Shit. We still wear jean shorts. Veteran playing these mean sports. What up, Dan? This ain't boom bap. Homie, it's doom rap. And your career shit couldn't compare with. They fucking with us. Bronsoline and Lorena Vici write fly rhymes and skydive from Mount Fiji. That's words in my parachute. Old money still flows, last chapter loop. Firearms and novelty beverages. Keep drama riddled with hemorrhages. We good though.